To big damn, oh, the big damn hunt. Yes, that's hunt with a H. Yes, and not without a H. No. Um, um, welcome to Big Dumb Cast. This week we're diving into a dirty little hole uh, and covering ourselves in mud. Yes, because uh, well, well, you'll understand from the thumbnail and the title, presumably. I am Chris, you son of a bitch, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Matt, a fucking alien, Watson. <laughs> and together, uh, we are fucking voodoo magic, man. Oh, voodoo black magic, man. Insert quote from the third one. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, welcome to our Predator special. Yes. Which, out of context, sounds horrific. Yes. But, yeah, no, we're here to talk because in a week's time... It'll be just under a week after this episode goes up, yeah. So, 12th in... of September, 2018 in the UK. The Year of Our Lord, uh, the Predator will be unleashed upon audiences once again. Or, technically, another Predator. Because there have been many adventures of the Predator franchise before. And it's no secret, if you listen to this podcast, that we absolutely bloody adore the Predator. <laughs> uh, we love the first film. We've got a big-ass big love for the second. Oh, I do like I don't the second think, one. I don't think either of us have discussed the third much, but we did see it together. It's fine. Correctly, in the cinema it's when it came fine. out. It's fine. It's fine. But we're, fine. we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the two red-headed stepchildren of the Predator franchise as well. No, you're going to talk about the two red-headed stepchildren of the Predator franchise. We'll talk gonna, about the comics. We'll go, talk mm-hmm. a bit about the games. Basically, do we have it's to a talk themed about episode. <laughs> we have to, I'm afraid. Okay. It's a themed episode, Mother Lumpers. Okay. So stick around if you uh, are not interested in the Predator or you're not a fan of it. See you next week. Um, where we'll be talking about the new one. The Predator. So, um, <laughs> let's begin that. Hey, it's a Predator for my movie. The, the Predator. Predator. When were you, you... Right, so... Yeah. The basics. Is it 1986? 1987. 1987 action slash horror movie. Yeah. That is obviously an action movie that then turns into a bit of a horror movie. It pulls the trick. It's a slasher film, but it's also not a slasher film. It pulls the trick that Robert Rodriguez liked so much he stole it from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, in the, it, it, the movie starts, it starts as one off thing. as one thing, and then just pivots to another thing. Like if you cut out like maybe four or five shots from the first forty minutes, I'd yeah, say, yeah. forty five minutes of the film, it's a straight action movie. Yeah, like, and, it, and it was very much in like, that climate, in that world of the eighties, sort of big bravura like action. It's three years flicks. after Commando and shares two actors with it. Yeah, like it. The, the opening of it is like a better Commando. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Like, the first moment, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's, it's it eats green berets for breakfast. Like it's. And like, no, I'm very hungry. <laughs> But so, um, so it was born out of that and yeah. became a cult f- favourite. Because it wasn't a huge hit at the time. It, it, was, it was a pretty decent financial hit, yeah. Mm. But, but it's, um, it's one of those where its legend has grown yeah. it's one of those. Where it's, it's, it's that typical thing if it wasn't critically well received at the time, but now it's regarded as a classic. Yeah, un- unlike a lot of the stuff from the 80s, it has aged well because it is almost a deconstruction of the rest of that stuff. Yes, like... To a degree. The, the macho-ness of... Um, the of, of the of the of the characters in the first film is is so over the top as to almost be parodical. Mm. I don't want to go into too much detail yeah, about the we'll... first one because oh, 
you should be getting a big damn love. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Spoiler! You should be getting a big damn love on the original Predator uh, not long after this goes up around the same time that... Happy uh, videos, everybody! Around the same time that uh, Predator... The Predator... The, the, the Predator one is in the... Um, is in the cinema. But we'll, we'll, we're going to talk a bit more about personal experience for this one, yes, I think. Yes, yeah, Because yeah. it is... And, I, and I, I'm going to indulge a little, too, because, um, you know, what's, what's, what's better than some self-pleasure? Wow. Mm, mm, pleasure shared. So what was your first experience of The Predator? Because you, you would have... You would, you're a couple of years older than I am. You, I was born the year after it came out. You would have grown up with it in the consciousness to a degree, because around the early 90s when Predator and, and Predator 2... And that sort of stuff blew up a bit more and became action I, figures and video games. I remember games. it being the Kenner action figure line. Yeah. When Kenner did it in Aliens and a Predator and then an Alien versus Predator action figure line, which was probably the most ill-advised thing they've ever done. But you know what? <laughs> there were some cool figures. It and I had cool a figures. lot of them. I had nearly a full set. Um, I don't have any of them anymore, sadly. Did you have that weird sort of hover bike thing that the Predators have? Yes, like, the, the Blade, the blade Fighter, that. where the entire, like, half the length of it was this scissored blade thing mm. that just shot out of the front as a missile. Yeah. Um, because yeah. smart decisions. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And there was, there was like, a lot of that in the 90s. It was just a hoverboard. The Lava Predator. The characters to have. Made I, out I had of... a hoverboard from the, um, uh, what was it, the thingies of the Jedi line, what was it called? Oh, Power of the Force. Power of the Force. Power I, of the Force I, 2. Luke had a hoverboard. Yeah. Of course he did, and it shot things out the front. And all of the the oh, turtles I, had hoverboards that shot things the out first, the front. The first couple of waves of that line had those had everyone with like hulking physiques, yeah, because they were trying to compete with He-Man, superhero stuff. Superhero stuff. Um, and... But it wasn't. Then as the line got on later, they were like, <laughs> oh, "Actually, we don't need to do that." Yeah, and the figures got better. But yeah, um, no, the kind of Predator and Alien figures were just. Bonkers! Mm. Oh, they were mad. Particularly the aliens ones, where they were just like, "What can we do with this?" Let's splice them with animals, because a face hugger could latch onto the face of a praying mantis. The predator ones. <laughs> I always tried to picture that because uh, I had the praying mantis alien, uh, and it never makes sense. I had the mantis, I had the, mantis, I had the bull alien, yeah, scorpion alien. Scorpion. That doesn't make sense either. <laughs> it's the closest thing you can get to a regular alien in, in that in first that couple first of waves. Wave, yeah. Um, but. Because they eventually did release just like an alien warrior. Yeah, well, I they? had a, t- a two-pack of Alien vs. Predator where you had a, the classic warrior alien, the jet black, mm. sleek dome, and it was detail underneath the, the dome. plastic on the yeah. dome. So, so like a clearer plastic on top. So, yeah. yeah. Um, like jet black and silver alien with like the, the silver dry brushing to make it that sort of sheeny look. Um, they were, it wasn't very poseable, sadly. They only had four points of articulation. It was in like a widespread pose and the the predator was like a sort of classic ish predator mm. with the smaller plasma caster and the spear but the spear was like a weird like quadrilateral shape picture, on yeah the end. yeah which, and, which um, they, they sort of do a version of in avp yeah. and he had a of. rifle because of course sort of plasma rifle thing because of course yeah the, the weapons for the predators i had the clan leader predator who was who was like taller than all the others and like the soles of his boots could come out even further. <laughs> like his boots so extended. His, so, his, so his feature was yeah. platforms. His other feature was he had a little uh, a lever in the back of his dreadlocks. And if, <laughs> if you twiddle it up and down, his um, he had a big set of dreadlocks at the front. Yeah. And they sort of wiggled around because they had strings inside them. Oh. But of course they were that... Because that was what made the Predators cool. They were like the that... way their hair moved. But they were that plastic piping that has like 
slits in it intermediately down to keep that flexibility. Yeah. Which means that over time it just crumbles. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. Um, the, amount, the amount of Independence Day toys I had that did yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I've oh still god. got an, a, a like a big, a, like a twelve inch or bigger like in, Independence the, the Day. Alien, where you, alien. Where you clasp the back and it opens and there's a. I know, this one. This one was on a. This one was electronic. Oh damn. Activated. I don't know if it still works, but yeah. And it would but they had like tendrils and wires with that plastic yeah. and it just ran out so I, and it would I, I used to use one as like a sentinel with my X-Men toys because it was just it was robotic and had tentacles yes. and yes. like sentinel and I used to um, I had to use sellotape around several parts of the tentacle just to repair the, hold it in as much yes. as I could when I when I got rid of my clan leader predator it was in fucking awful shape can imagine like, it was really like those played those... with and loved so to, too, so right. to you, I fucking loved them. So to you, it was a kids, it was a kids thing. Yeah, Predator, was, a, I, well, Predator I, was child's well, play. I, I, my parents only watched that first movie because the only version of it we had was a taped off ITV version, which was the TV edit. Right, which edits okay. a lot of stuff, a lot of the the gorier stuff out, and also I think it started like ten minutes in. So it starts from like the choppers arriving. Like, no, it trim, must, trims out, it trims out the, the beginning the with the ship, and, and I, I don't remember it having the beginning. Because the very opening shot, Predator, oh. is the star field and the ship. Yeah, which, which because uh, doing, doing a little bit of prep the other yeah, day, yeah. I was reading into it, that was never meant to be in there. Um, no, I, the director believes that was inserted later by the It was the in studio. the script. Yeah, but they like, he, he well, they did it. it, like, it was one of the last things they did. It was it, John, John McTiernan, John McTiernan. It was second yeah. feature. Yeah, and then after this, he did Die Hard. Yeah. And it's like, wow, what's he doing now? Oh, oh pr- j- prison jail. Surgery. Good. Um... Uh, but yeah, I mean, he had a great run on action movies. Oh god, yeah, um, like def- a lot of defining, a lot of de- a lot of defining moments in the genre happen yeah. in his films. Yeah, John McTiernan made some great action movies, and and this goes starting on with, with this. Yeah, because because yeah, so he he didn't intend the spaceship shot. Apparently, that was put in uh, yeah. afterwards by the studio. But it's, it's, I think because the studio had that thing of people might not realize it's about an alien, and it's sort of a shame yeah. because it is the only indication for the first thirty-five minutes. I think. That there is something else going on. Well, you get the, the, the heat first time. Shot. Yeah, you get the heat vision shot. But the first time, the first time you sort of see it, yeah. Wibbly is about forty odd minutes in. Well, the first, no, the, the first but even that's not like focused, is it? Before <laughs> that, the first time you Sorry, see. I'm going to use your optimus might... sword to get oh, an yeah. itch on my back. That's sure. really annoying Don't me. Don't snap it. Sorry, um, oh, I'm not, it's not a deep one. It's just really getting me. I couldn't, I couldn't reach it. There we go. Um, so thanks, Optimus. Time, fans of the podcast will remember Optimus from last week's episode. After the, after the spaceship shot, the first time you get this, the hint that this thing might not be human is when it's the heat vision sort of POV sequence through the like destroyed camp. Yes, and then he goes to the scorpion that Max stabbed and yeah. crushed earlier, which is a real scorpion, by the way. Aww. So no animals were harmed in the making of this movie, but shit um, animals. Well, like nasty um, little shit and then, animals. And then you see it pick the scorpion up and look at the scorpion in the palm of its hand as it goes cold, mm. and you see the outline of its hand and yeah, it's clearly a not a human shot. hand. Yeah, but of course it's all in this heat vision stuff. Um, but like, had they not put the ship in, that would be it. That would be the like, that would be moment, your yeah. first indication that there is something extraterrestrial going on here. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, for some reason, I, I remember when I first watched it, I was about twelve. I was, I was twelve. I was, the end, was the end of year seven was when I first watched watching it. it. When I first watched it, the first time I watched it was uh, it was the end of year seven at school. Yeah. So it was two thousand three. And the, the DVD had just come out. The yeah. two-disc DVD. Which, the inside cover of... And this always annoyed me. The inside cover of was Arnie on the front, like that famous poster. Yeah, it's the, and it's it's like, the it's green like cat, one, yeah, isn't it? Green yeah. one. Predator right across the middle. But the outside wraparound cover is the Predator. 
with its mask off. Why does this upset you so much? Because that was the first time I'd seen the Predator. And it was kind of shit. Because I was like, oh my god, that looks scary as hell. Later, I was spoiling. And then in the movie, it's played like a, a really cool it's, reveal It's moment. not in any of the trailers. Yeah. The original movie. So when I saw it, so, so it kind of, I always it took that moment. I feel like, I always feel it took that moment away from me a bit because of that. Considering this was its first release on DVD, so it was its first new media release in like eight, nine years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. It was sort of like, oh, cheers, cheers guys. If you, but, if you want to pick hairs about something, I suppose that's something you could pick hairs about. Yeah. Little slimy spiky hairs sticking yeah. out the top of its giant forehead. Oh man, it's such a um, cool design though. But it was in year seven and a friend at high school, we finished, it was like a half day, that last day, and we went to the chippy, I went back to his and he got the DVD as a present. Yeah. And, you know, age 12, 18, whatever. It is a, it is a hard 18. Yeah. It is a hard 18. And we stuck it on and they, they just got surround sound at the house. So it was... Oh my god! It was an it was an induction. If anything, like it wasn't mm. just here. Watch this thing. It was this is going to change your perception of action films. It is boy. just especially when it hit the gorilla camp scene. I think I can that in surround sound is mind blowing. I think I can play that entire movie stick from around start to finish in my head like <laughs> a crap quality tapes off ITV TV yeah. Um Like I'm just it's so ingrained. All the moments, all the all the ridiculous one-liners and the stupidly <laughs> quotable dialogue, and you always have to do it in the Arnie accent. Well, of course. Or the accent, or whoever's speaking. Like Jesse the people, body Ventura. Fuck me. Sorry, Jesse the mind Ventura. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> you hit, man, you're bleeding. Ain't got time, time to bleed. But then that moment where the guy, where the guy with him just looks at him, he's like, all right. Yeah, it's just oh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of slack jawed faggots around here. This stuff will turn yeah. yeah, dropping ever. This stuff will turn you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaur. Just like me. Yeah. You're like, I kinda wanna see you die. Yeah. But you're also entertaining as oh, hell. So entertaining. So I hope you stick around longer. Because like, that's the thing, the film does not start with any indication that you are because that's the thing, it, it plays with tropes. Oh yeah, absolutely. The movie begins and you have your basic premise. Uh, it's uh, what is it a Dutch which is Ash's character yeah, Ash's character Arnold's character it's a bunch of it's, a, it's an yeah. army rescue team being sent into a unnamed South American country yeah uh, to apparently rescue oh, some hostages oh Alan um, Dutch as well and saying, Carl yeah. Weathers as Dylan who's a CIA operative he's great the mission. they're all great in this uh, the reason the reason they got Carl Weathers John McTinn and wanted Carl Weathers is because they wanted like a, a really solid actor for Arnold to play against mm. in a lot of the scenes because this, this was still, still in that era where everyone was like He's a big bankable name and a star. Yeah. But the sh- thing is, he's acting his balls This off was on the this. upswing of his meteoric rise mm. to household name. Red Letter Media recently did a... Uh, did oh, what do you know? Another person, another site doing a retrospective yeah. about know, a thing right? that's coming out. You're going to see a lot more in the next really two weeks. when I saw that. I was like, oh, of course they did one. Yeah. Uh. But uh, they they uh, pointed out that you, Arnie's making a lot of acting faces. Isn't it? Not like, not, 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 yeah. not, he's do- he's not calculated. He's off, but yeah. he's, he's, at this point, this is where he's learned that a lot of acting comes from the eyes. Yeah. And, and and your expression and feet, you know that your eyes showing exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and it's not hammy at all. It's just when you watch, say, like, if, say, watch Commando, which is great, and he's great in it. And, and it it's is an entertaining, so campy. camp action flick. It's so watch campy. Commando and then watch this three years later, and it's like, yeah, he has improved vastly yeah. as a performer. Um, and and you you get sort of the more classic Arnie stuff. In yeah. the last fifteen minutes of this, because it's dialogueless. Yeah, action. like after after um, when it's just Arnie and the Predator in the jungle, there's 
no dialogue for like mm. 15, 20 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, apart from... It's, go on! Do it! Well, then, until then... Come on! Un- until you're waiting for? Until that moment where he takes me. his mask off and he's yeah. like, you're one ugly motherfucker. No fucking dialogue. No. From the moment he... F- if that line makes an appearance in the new one, I'm going to shit myself with annoyance. You're one ugly motherfucker. Because it appears in Predator 2 and The Predator to... Uh, sorry, in Predator's with diminishing effect every time. Yeah, diminishing the yeah. turn every time. In fact, they take the mick out of it in Predator 2, so it sort of feels alright, because you go, you want ugly, and then it cuts him off. Yeah. But it's like, no. Like, no, don't tell me that every time this this species is interacting with Earth, someone said that. That's It's getting stupid now. Yeah. It's getting stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's... The acting and everything from the top is really interesting, because again, it's played up. To go back to the whole warping of the tropes. Yeah, like, yeah. It's played up like... You have the helicopter, you have the chopper scene early on there. Yeah. Everybody's going in. They're going in it's, to be dropped off and it's, here's your crew. It's, it's like, here playing, are the guys yeah. you're going to spend this action flick with, folks. Uh, all getting off the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. One of them might die, but that's okay because the rest of these fellas, they're going to yeah. pull through. It's played like a straight action movie. By the middle of the film, you realise, nope, what we've just seen is the scene where the teenagers are getting together yeah, for the yeah, party. Yeah. Like, we've just been introduced to our victims for the movie. And that first big action sequence where it's the, the attack on the They camp. just don't know they're the victims yeah. in this movie. Yeah, that first big action sequence where it's yeah. the attack on the camp all bravado and they're just gunning people down. It, that was that was what... The, the stunt work on that was done by the guys who did the A-team. Which you can why, tell. Which is why it's just you people can tell. on fire yeah. falling over. In a good way. Around. In a good yeah, way. Okay. It is, it's awesome. Because it establishes so, that the team we're with are this unstoppable oh, force. Oh, they are ridiculous. And and the only reason they're there, it's like, oh, they've come in, they've done the mission, there's only one person they've managed to stop, there's only one person there. Okay, what, but wait, hang on, they're not with the military team that went in, yeah. and then they realise that something's going on. Well, you did, no, the moment they realise that something slightly, the first thing you get that something slightly weird is going on is when they find the bodies of the Green Beret team. Mm-hmm. Jim Harper. <laughs> They find a, they find a helicopter the helicopter that's been shot down which they think is the helicopter that they've got the hostages in and then they find they find a, a bunch of green berets who've been killed and skinned and strung up in the mm. jungle and then Arnie eats them for breakfast yes when I first showed Lucy this movie it must have been two thousand seven two thousand and eight uh, it was a night where my mum and stepdad were out yeah so we were sort of not babysitting because he was you know like. Till twelve, but although Bevis my younger brother. Yeah, yeah. So it's me, Toby, and Lucy. Keep it and we've been given some money to get a takeaway. So we ordered a curry. It was lovely, and we were like, "Right, oh my god, let's watch a film." And we were like, "Oh, the Predator, let's watch Predator." Because I think I'd finally got the DVD by this. Point. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember in the like two thousand six ish, uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. W H Smith did a thing with had a lot of Fox DVDs, and it was two for twenty pounds. Oh yeah. And I specifically targeted the two disc special editions in that deal. Oh yeah, like I ignored the one disc. So I was just get like, this bang to your book. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I originally got the four Alien movies and both Predators. Yeah. Um, and I was really chuffed with it. It was like, yes, get in. So I'd like we'll crack open Predator and watch it. And Lucy was like, okay, um, it's not gross though, is it? I was like, how do you mean? She was like, well, we're gonna be eating. I don't want to watch anything gory. I was like, oh. Uh, no, and I genuinely was like, mm, I was going through my head because I'd seen it at least twice by this point. I was like, no, there's nothing. No, there's nothing gross. Like, there's, there's, you are a liar, exactly. sir. No, no, no. I wasn't honestly. I, I just because to me, I was thinking, all right, an arm gets lobbed off later. Um, there's some bleeding. No, it'd be fine. And then you get to the reveal of the green berets. Yeah, and she just put a spoon on. And went, oh god, and I went, 
oh yeah, there's that. I just, I, just suddenly, I just suddenly remembered, oh yeah, there's skinned yeah. corpses. Yeah, there are flayed that. bodies in this movie. Yeah, a dude gets his She's still going to up to this out. day. Yeah, like, right. she, if she says, we're not watching that during tea because it might have something gross in it. And I'm like, I don't know if it does. She's like, I'm not trusting you. No, you one. can never trust oh, you again. Not, honestly, it was genuinely um, a mistake. I just, it was... It, you couldn't write it. Like, yeah. It's just perfectly timed. Like, oh yeah, there's that. Oh, also, that 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 sequence is heavily edited in the TV version. That I used to have. To I take can on. imagine. I bet you just see like that, the arm dangling. In yes, basically. Yeah. Um, and the but, but again, when, that's, that's the first indication that something really brutal is happening here. Because these guys aren't just dead; they're strung up and flayed. Also, some fun edits that aren't in the, the in the TV version. Oh god. So when. <laughs> um, after Hawkins is killed, the Shane Black character, he's the first one to get killed. Oh, no um, more vagina gets, jokes. No, right? And and you get that shot. They can't find his body, but you get that long tracking shot following the trail of blood up through the jungle. Yeah. And then it finishes on his body. Yeah. Just hanging there. Bleed, bleeding down. It cut, it cut before you got to the body. It just followed the blood up. Oh, that, that's um, almost more effective, though. And yeah, in a way. And then the the one that always sticks in my mind is as because it it's I knew it was such an egregious watched, edit. It was yeah. such a weird edit that I knew there was that wasn't right. <laughs> um, is when Dylan gets his arm blown off. Yeah. What happens in the actual film is he gets his arm blown off while shooting, um, while firing. Yeah, while yeah. firing, and then he's and his arm's twitching, so he keeps firing the gun. And then he's like, oh, and he, he tries to pull himself together and get the, the other gun he's got in his other hand mm. while the Predator tries to flank him and he starts shooting at him and then the Predator comes up and it, st- it stabs him with its wrist blades and lifts him off the ground and you get that, ah! and then it mm. comes back to the others, the others far away and they hear him scream. They hear the scream echo through the jungle, yeah. In, in the TV edit, it was a hard cut from the shot of him getting hit by the laser blast yeah. to them hearing his scream. Oh, so in the TV edit, him being shot in the arm is him dying. He's being shot. Well, you see it from the side. Yeah. Of course. Ah, of course. we get shot by the cannon and dies. Yeah, and then, then, but it doesn't... Screaming. And even as a kid, I was like, that doesn't match up. That doesn't match up. Something's weird there. And it wasn't until I saw the full version of the film when I came on DVD years later, I was like, Ah. And which I think is such a ridiculous moment. It is, but it it is played so sort of like a slap in the face that it doesn't come across as silly. Yeah, it comes across as terrifying. It's like, oh, God. there is there is some authenticity in that cast as well because both Jesse Ventura and Richard Chavez, Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse the Body Ventura and Richard Chavez who plays Pancho were both Vietnam veterans. Ah, oh, well, yeah. Richard Chavez was in the army and. Um, Jesse Ventura was a member of the Navy underwater de- demolition teams. Damn. So, yeah. Uh, they brought some authenticity to it. Um, Do you think he's ever punched a Meg? Probably. <laughs> I don't know, actually. There's not much that Jesse Ventura hasn't punched, I imagine. Probably um, call it F word as well. But, yeah, it was that, that, that. It's just that macho. It's the, the thing where that, the movie's real strength is it takes this group, group of macho people, makes them think that they're the big, they've got the biggest bollocks in the world, and then mm. immediately turns the tables on them. And they, yeah. and you as the audience realise that they are not in the kind of movie they think they're in. Yes. And it's it, that's where yeah. the tension comes from in that, in that second act. Again, like, like, oh, okay, no, obviously, yeah. obviously it's a product of films like this, rather, yeah. but that that's, yeah, like the same way Dust Till Dawn works is like, it's, oh, we're in a crime thriller. And it gets a bit seedy. And then suddenly it's like, nope, we're in a gory horror flick full of vampires. Despite a couple of... Spoiler alert for a 23-year-old film. Despite a couple of, like, <laughs> weird matting things. Mm-hmm. Like, some of, the, some of the composites don't quite hold up. But oh, for the, for the Predator effect, yeah. yeah. 
everything else holds up super well. That mm. Predator makeup. Oh, Stan Winston and all the work they did. Incredible. Yeah. I, I mean I mean definitely better than what they'd had at first. The motion of, oh yeah. <laughs> the motion of that face is just wonderful. Um, but yeah, the, the sort of the original design which they abandoned uh when as soon as they got the, the the suit for it was like sort of very insectoid. Yeah. And it, I mean and it's it was, an interesting alien design, but, it, it's, but it's just not the right thing for this. Because it's got like a big muscular torso yeah. but then just this really elongated neck and a small pointed head. Yeah. And it just doesn't quite work. And it was... Like p- picture picture the predator as is but a bit more nude yeah. and a bit more sort of clean body armor. And then a like praying mantis head on a, remind- on a on a long neck. Like it doesn't quite work. Reminds me of the uh the emo hawk from Red Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got that it's weird a little bit, curved like It's beak. a bit too Giger esque. Mm. So and it was played by random trivia Jean Claude Van, Van Damme was originally the pre- the predator. When it was that he was, thing. He was really pissed off for several reasons. One that he was in this red suit on set which he thought was the actual costume. Yeah, because it was the because, suit it was the suit used to because yeah. obviously they were filming in real jungles. So everything's so green. Everything's green so you can't green or necessarily blue chroma things out yeah. or, or, bla- or effects on them. So the Predator yeah. was stark red. Yeah. And he thought that was what it looked like. And yeah, was like, like no. this looks stupid. Also, you, I'm go- do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to leave this project. I'm going to split. Hey! Uh, he was uncomfortable all the time and he was pissed off that he couldn't do any of his martial arts moves, which he was, which was his signature, and you wouldn't see his face. Yeah. So he was like, "Fuck." And this. I don't think it was going to be a role where it was like, "And with John Claude Van Damme." As no, no, the no, no, no. It was no, going to no. be, a, "No, no, we want you to perform because you're physically imposing." Yeah. And and he was obviously like, "No, I'm a bit of a rising star. How dare you?" So they got Kevin Peter Hall to do it instead. Who's fucking amazing yeah, in the role? His incredible. physicality. The late Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah, yeah. Not, not. He died sort of in the nineties, didn't he? I think. Sometime uh, after, have a look. 91. 91, yeah. So, during the post on Predator 2, then. Oh, wow, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah he was, a uh, yeah, he, Predator 2, he was Predator, the main Predator and Predator 2 and the elder Predator. Uh, he was Harry and Harry and the Endersons for at least four episodes, because he played him in the film. Yeah. Uh, and then he was in Highway to Hell as a character, and then he died, yeah. Damn. But he, he was one of, sort of, the, the, the forebears of the current, like, generation of creature performers in that he was an yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he also added sideline in playing... Big imposing creatures because his physicality. He was a tall guy. He was like basketball player proportion. He was, he was like a big he was tall like a full guy. Foot taller than an Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was like yeah. six nine. Yeah, which six, is what eight, which is six, what you eight, needed. Something like that. Which is what you needed in this because again, like once the once he's up against the creature, you need to look at it and go, oh, he was he's seven six, foot two inches tall. Jesus Christ, he's yeah. over a foot taller than Arnie because Arnie's just under six foot tall. Yeah, here we go. It's uh, the producers decided to recast the role with Holes the Predator, convincingly dominate the film's human characters with greater size. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he was, but his physicality stunning. The same way that who's the actually portrayed uh, the Xenomorph in Alien? Oh, um, oh, oh, he's, he's, it's the only thing he ever did, and he's got a he's got a fantastically um, fantastically Af- Af- African name. Let's have a look. I want to see because again, he uh, he he's a similar thing where like the, these two creatures obviously are on par for several reasons. Yeah, but like he creates an iconic performance because his physicality is so stunning. Ah, Belay Badejo, Belay Badejo. Yeah, who again, phenomenal and not yeah, far off, yeah, seven yeah. foot in the costume. Um, it's like today you got uh, I think it's uh, Javier Botet. Today is a creature of performer. He's yeah, the guy who plays plays things like Crimson Peak. Yeah, Slender Doug Jones, Man. of course. Doug Jones, well. of course, famously. Yeah. yeah. Like these guys, these guys, 
the like the the Lon Chaney's and the Boris Karloffs yeah, of now. The, it's, it's Tom Woodruff Junior. and yeah. like from the eighties to nineties and stuff. It's yeah. almost mine. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, um, which creates these these fantastic otherworldly creatures. But it's and... the reason why when you go to a convention and you see people in very varying degrees of, but usually really amazingly made like predator costumes. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't feel quite right because they're, they're just enough. sort of walking around a bit, yeah. And they're they're sort of they're doing they're playing in character a bit and good on them. That's yeah. part of it. You're meant to be having fun and playing the part, but there's something about a seven foot two performer with the grace of like a ballet dancer playing this big, it's, it's, hulking it's nowhere creature. near as graceful as they make it look in the film. Oh no! Oh I yeah, again, really like clumsy. But the way yeah, they but, edit it together, it but makes it, it all... it's his choices. It's the Bob yeah. Fosse hands, like the sort of pointed fingers, yeah. and like when he's when it's dealing with its medicate and dealing with its injury, injury, it's not just sort of grabbing and pulling. It's kind of like delicate. Each finger's placed on a thing. Well, it has to it's got these long fucking talons, so it can't take anything with yeah. his fingers. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's much like anyone today with fake, fake. Yeah, yeah it's like the losses from the nail salon down the road. Pretty yeah, much. But, pretty but, but, but whereas they're going, oh, I can't quite, I can't, I can't get the app open on my phone. bum. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing that. Oh, <laughs> he, he sort of turns it into like you can see it become part of the performance for these things, and mm. especially when it reveals its face, it's got this horrific, like beefy yet insectoid mouth. It's got a vagina mouth. Yeah, it's got yeah, it's got mandibles and a gaping throat and little teeth yeah. at the top and bottom, just like a vagina, and and like a little snout, <laughs> but like a, like a stretching forehead and those like black rings around the eyes, yeah, the sunken yeah. eyes with his piercing yellow irises and. Like it's this, there's, there's, it's this, but at the same yeah. time, it's Hulk. Like its forehead is muscular. There's and, human like, in there. Yeah, but it's so hidden under all this stuff. But it's the fact that it it's is great. when we do see glimpses of it in the film. It's that tech. Yeah, and then it peels the tech away, and it's just this. It's it's this muscular thing. Yeah. it's kind of scaly. It's more like an it's more like an amphibian than a reptile. It's sort of like that yeah. slimy, uh, blotted skin. Yeah, and, and it's just this. Big thing, and it's, man. it's it's and the dreads again inspired choice. Like a yeah. lot of creatures, don't tend to like. No one thinks. Well, what do we do? Do we get hair? They sort of give it hair. It's got like these pipes coming out of its head mm. that look like dreadlocks with with trophies and trinkets woven yeah. into them, which the other films like expand on. You see more like the predators personalize themselves more in that way. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't release like a Barbie Mattel tie-in with a predator head you could decorate. Know, know, but, uh, maybe they will for the predator. They better than um, do. Um, uh, but I. <laughs> The thing, the thing, um, <laughs> no, the thing's another podcast. Hey, hey. I can say something about the predator. I've completely you do realize if we do a th- we do a thing podcast, we're gonna have to cover both of them. We've got all three of them. I don't hate the thing prequel. Neither do I. It's but nowhere it near as good yeah. as John Carpenter's. It ain't the great, but the stuff in there that's kind of cool. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. Um, unfortunately, it's buried under a lot of CGI. Yeah. Um, literally. No, guys. No, literally, it's buried under CGI. The, the thing, one of the things I love about the Predator during the climax when it's going one on one with Arnie and it it pulls, it drops all its weapons. Mm. And oh, it yeah, just, it, pe- it just peels and, them so away. It takes, it takes all its technology, it takes all its advantages away, and then it just fucking smacks him around. Yeah, and he can't even. Get, he gets one hit in. Yeah, and he gets two hits in. He hits it with the, like, with the log. Everyone else, and it been ta- everyone else has been taken out by plasma casters or a yeah, giant yeah. blade. But he's like, like oh yeah, target thing. And this th- guy's giving me a run for my money. I'm gonna take him on one on one because that's what's great about this. It's not about an alien with an agenda per se. There's no take over the world plan. Yeah. It's not that they've stumbled across an alien. This alien is here for sport. He's a big game hunter. It sees a co- it sees a yeah. combat zone because the gorilla stuff and the berets, and it's like, right, I'm going there. I want to hunt that planet species for a bit. Yeah. Come home with some trophies. Yeah. And it, it does. Like Billy's the only one who, who sort of 
fights fights it face to face before the finale. Like who sort of yeah. I will, which you don't see I on will screen. Fight yeah. you, and you don't see it on screen, which is great. Because he's the only other one by that point. You're like, yeah, I'm kind of with him because he seems like the only other the, no together one, guy. No one is scared in that unit until Billy's scared. Yeah. And then when Billy's scared, they're all like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because he's just... I mean, he, again, that who, who plays Billy? Sonny Landon. Sonny Landon. The, again, the late right. Sonny Landon. Who was so crazy, mm. they would only... The insurance company would only let him be hired if they had a bodyguard on set <laughs> and, and following him, like, all the time. Not to protect him, but to protect everyone else from him. Because he was just a temperamental He's guy. He's fucking nuts. Oh, which is weird because his performance is so still. It's, yeah. In the film. He's in interviews and he's, he's like, he is like slightly manic and a little bit unstable. But in that moment, he's so stoic. I mean, that that means it was a really good performance. It was a really good performance. <laughs> oh my God. Because he's great again. Like, and and it's, he's the one who sort of, he drops everything grabs his biggest bowie knife, just cuts his chest open. Like, it's that declaration of, like, yeah, yeah. mano a mano, like, we're going to fight. Like, I'm going to defend... I'm going to fight you for as long as I can to give them a chance to run. And it turns out to not be very long. Not very long at all. But, but, but then he's the only... Again, they point out in yeah. the review, he's the only one who it then sort of spends time with the trophy. Yeah, he takes his skull. Takes his skull and spine and yeah. cleans them both up and you just get that <laughs> just, And you're like, it... so the Predator is like, it's that whole thing of, it's that respect system, it's that honour system. Yeah. It's like, he was a worthy opponent, I'm going to treasure this, like, this trophy yeah. of my victory. <laughs> so it's just like, cut, 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 grab, rip, mm. in one go, just rips out the entire spine and skull. Mm. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. It's so good, um, and, and again, yeah, it's 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 an interesting motivation for a movie monster and for a slasher. Yeah, because it is essentially a slasher it movie. It turns into a slasher film. Yeah, um, and like you said, it was I, I didn't, you know, I didn't actually know that Peter, Peter Cullen, Cullen supplies not vo- voice effects. Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't Optimus. See, that's there's a reason Optimus he, is with us again. Yay! There he is, driving and he, on the and table. He didn't want to do it originally, ah. and then he saw the design, the, the second the face, design, yeah, and was like. Alright. Because <laughs> it is amazing. We'll talk yeah. a bit more about the design now as we transition yes. into the far off future um, of 1997. <laughs> Came out in 1990. Yeah. Three years after the original. <laughs> but the sequel, Predator 2, is set ten years after the original in the then far flung future of 1997. Which is weird because it's, it's like, why choose to? But it's because a big part of the, of the setting yeah. is that the Earth is hotter than it has been before yeah. due to pollution it's, it's and Los climate An- change. It's Los Angeles mm-hmm. in a heat wave yeah. and a crime spree. Yeah. Um, so essentially, they set it slightly into the future so yeah. that it would visually not have to change too much. There's a few little touches. It doesn't, there's a few yeah. little touches with like uh, weapons. I remember so there's some more compact sort of weaponry that, yeah, that, and like that more, didn't exist. Like and laser sightage on stuff like yeah, that. To people make it people are more. using smaller versions of what was then a mobile telephone. Yeah. yeah. Like the, not, they were slightly inaccurate because by the time you get to 97 they were a lot smaller like, than what they are. There's the not even but, any, there's not like weird video phones. And, yeah, yeah. They, they don't go too like far. Like but, but, but all the same they did it because they were like right we need i don't think they do it because they wanted it to be a message about mm. like global warming but they certainly wanted to be like right here's a genuine concern as the planet heats up tensions are going to rise in different ways everywhere well, also los angeles and, and it's going to turn yeah. los angeles which is always hot anyway but it's going to turn los angeles into a literal mm. as far as the temperature goes concrete jungle what a perfect place hey. to bring a predator in. Yeah, and we're going to pick up the concrete jungle at least we twice more in this podcast. <laughs> um, but the, I, I admire that a lot because it 
it's a bold thing to be like, right, that worked. Let's yeah. make another one. It's even bolder to go, how do we make it different from the first one? Because a lot of sequels, of course, don't. They just go, let's do it what? again, but bigger. What? And what this one does is it actually does it probably on a smaller scale. Yeah, It just yeah. changes the setting. It doesn't, it doesn't one-up the original in the same way that a lot of sequels do. Mm. I mean, <clears throat> it goes bigger and better in terms that the... The hunter, the the city hunter, as he's as he's as he's uh, colloquially called, the first, the predator in the first movie is uh, often called the jungle hunter. The one in the second, the, the city hunter. Mm-hmm. He's got a bit more gear, and we see a bit more of his um, like bit a bit more range in his weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got some new toys. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, does he? The, the, and, the, the discus, for example, oh, and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. And you see, and you see more. Kills. Oh, because the discus gets a whole set piece in the abattoir. Yeah, and uh, and there's the net as well, the net gun. Yeah. Oh, that gets introduced yeah. in this one, of course. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking that one because of because of AVP. But you're right. Yeah. This was its introduction. The spear, telescoping spear. Yeah, which is quite cool. Uh, time, what else? He's got all sorts of little bits and pieces. Well, I mean, the, the weirdest thing was they, they were definitely trying to be a mimicky thing because they approached Arnie for yeah, yeah, this yeah. They, one. They approached, and he was it. like, "I'm like, I'm the biggest star in the world." Yeah, I think it was. He wants to. You like should pay me more money. Dollars for this movie, and they were like, ah, "No, mm-hmm. we are not spending that much money on this movie." He should have asked for some of the back end. To- yeah. Because had he been attached to it, it, definitely would have been a bigger film. Yeah, but he didn't need to, did he? Because he true. was like, "I'm going to go do something else." Um. So they got. So they got um, what do you call it? Uh, they got Danny, Danny Glover mm. of all people. Not exactly no known for the least weapon movies, but not like mm. not a known action star. Yeah, he's, he's not like it's not like Rocking Arnie on your poster and and, oh, right, and yeah, doing sure. that kind of thing because that would that um, would sort of denote some form of extreme um, shift, as it were. Uh, yeah, but it's it's a left of field choice. It's like going. Right, the star of your first movie is freaking. Uh, I'm looking for what John Hurt. <laughs> yes, uh, so your first movie is John Hurt. It's, 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 it's going to be a thoughtful drama, and in the next one, it's Topher Grace. You'd be because, like, wait, what? But oh. because it's that shift, it's a different kind of movie, which is one of the things I like about it. It doesn't. It's not all like it's not. It's not a copy paste. Yeah, it's very much a different beast. Yeah. Add to that the gang warfare stuff. Yeah, it, it's it, it completely changes the tone of the movie because suddenly yeah. you're dealing with vi- there are villains in the movie before the alien creature shows up. It's not got the Gonzo um, macho action stuff in it. I mean, the, the action in there is still pretty intense, but it's not mm. like and the gore yeah, like, is sort of ramped up in this oh, one too. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, you're, it's not it's, not it's not it's not playing with like, if the last one was someone playing with toys this is a monster and here's my action man this plays it a bit more straight like yeah. um, although although I think the execution doesn't sell it as well as it, I think it wants to Predator 2's got a lot yeah. of, Predator 2's got a lot going for it but it's definitely not Predator 1 I mean it's got crazy Gary Busey in it what do you mean crazy Gary Busey don't you mean normal Gary Busey yeah, absolutely just special agent Peter Keys. He's just off the chain in this. Yeah, pretty much. Absolutely off the chain. Um, but he does get cut in half. So he gets cut in half, but his body doesn't fall down. Yeah, which I've never understood. That's real, right? That'd happen. It's like <laughs> they show they linger on his legs falling down and blood dripping down off him, but then you never see this top half fall. So where's his top half? I guess the other way? 
No, but the blood's falling down directly onto the legs from above. Was he hanging on or holding on to something at the same time? And his, his rigor mortis just kicked his, the body no, locked in position. So, so what happens is it's those it's there's the it's the warehouse scene. Mm, yeah. Where he he's got he's got it cornered and his agency want to capture it. Yeah. Because it's a fucking alien. Um <laughs> The other world life form task force. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh-huh. Um and they've got it in a warehouse and they're in these um heat heat uh, masking suits so it can't see them via heat and then they've got these nitrogen guns and they're going to freeze it mm. and then according to the according to the uh, behind the scenes material according to Gary Busey and the behind the scenes material <laughs> we're going to sit the predator down we're going to have a talk with it it knows things that we need to know it knows things about faster than light travel about travel through dimensions <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's. It's like, yeah, that's that's true, Gary. No, that is that, that is your character's motivations. Yes, uh, we were just uh, we were actually just grabbing some GV shots of, of the set to use yeah. in the featurette. Could you get out of the way, Gary? Could you, Gary? Could you please sit? Stop telling us things, Gary. <laughs> I love my job. I were I lie to you? If I was lying to you, I wouldn't be here. I'd be somewhere else. It'd have been so I'm not making this up. These are these are things. Get hold of um, the Predator Two Special Edition. It's, it, the, Watch the, the features. The making of feature on there with Gary Busey is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's they. So they go they go into this warehouse. To this, it's a it's a slaughterhouse, isn't it? It's all the mm. meat. Um, they, they, he likes to hide in the slaughterhouse district. Um, so they try and corner him in this warehouse, and then unbeknownst to them, he doesn't just see heat vision and he switches to ultraviolet or something like that and he can yeah. see him and he just picks him off. That's the moment and where the film's sort of like, yeah. now we're doing something bigger than the last yeah. one. And then... Because um, you see it briefly in the first, you see it at one point switch through a couple, you see it like... Vroom, vroom, vroom. No, you don't. I thought you don't. There's nope. always one shot in the first... Oh, am I thinking of the menu? I think the DVD menu Maybe. might do that. Because remember the menu appears in no. that thingy and then switches. That's and the then... sort of one moment in Predator 2 is where he starts switching through his different... Vision modes. Right, so you're like, oh shit, like, oh, oh shit, 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 son. Um, oh, no, I'm thinking of the zooms in the first one, the sort of like a, like it zooms in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, you suddenly realise, oh, the tech goes further than we presumed. Like, we as the yeah. audience thought we knew. Well, that's, that, that, that is the main didn't. avenue in which this film ramps things up from the first, mm. is in showing off the Predator's toys. Yeah. And also... When the first movie, it's only suggested that it's it's a hunt. It's 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 sport for the Predator. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's told through the visuals and the, and the characters making assumptions. In the second film, we see the extent of where... Yeah, it builds it. it builds up on the mythology of the Predator. And it's the same writers, which is cool. It's the it's the Tom uh, Jim and John Thomas Jim Thomas John a? Jimmy John John. Uh, it is written by Jim and John Thomas. Jim and John Thomas, based on characters by Jim and John Thomas. Why you feel the need to put that in as a credit when they wrote it? I've no idea, but there we go. True. Um, I suppose it's just that make the mark thing of like, if you're gonna make more, it's us. Yes. You know I, mean? Um, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool movie, but it's got flaws. It doesn't have that sort of memorable like poppage that the original has it it it's it has it has moments that stick in it's to stick in the mind but it doesn't have the same sort of longevity yeah um as the first one where the, the whole movie is burned on the, the inside of my brain but <laughs> predator 2 i there are moments from it that i that i treasure but not so much i i do like that it's they they they, they take it in a different direction and then and... I, I do like that the third act appears to start but then you realize 
that it's actually there's a good like half an hour left. Yeah, like the sort of the final battle, as it were, sequence begins between um, yeah. Harrigan and and and, and the and predator. Like, yeah, Harrigan is nowhere near the physical match for the predator that Arnie was, and Arnie wasn't even a physical match for the predator. Yeah, but he is in an invite. He's got more control over his environment. Yeah, so he he has that advantage. And he actually manages to kill the Predator in this. Yes. Which yeah. then leads to another great oh shit moment when yeah. you're, well, you're the in other a, Predators yeah. come out. Because you're in a Predator ship. Yeah. Which is hidden underground. And you see the trophy room, which is where the Alien vs. Predator thing comes from. Because there was a lovely Easter yeah. egg of amongst the skulls. Skull a, 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 yeah, the big Zinemoth, like curved like back yeah. end of the dome. Banana skull. Uh, yeah. Love it. Uh, and, and, and other creatures as well. Like the design work there is amazing. Like yeah, these suggestions like this of other beings of that are out stuff, there, yeah. and humans are just like what this one in particular is hunting. But you get the suggestion that it's some kind of ritual, maybe. Yeah. Because then the moment he kills it, like seven more appear. Yeah. They just unmask They've themselves. They've clearly the just been there watching. Up. Yeah. And of course, it play, plays it for a moment as a oh shit. Like moment of yeah. oh god he's dead like this is going to be the ending they're going to reveal well, themselves they're going to approach we're going to cut to credits or something yeah he does not nope. like the who's next yeah one just calmly approaches hands over again like a token like a trophy yeah. of of the of the fight like you've bested our like our young or yeah. our warrior hands him a it's a flintlock pistol no, flintlock. it's got a date on it but I can't remember what the date is off the top of my head but it's from quite a long while ago yeah. suggesting they've been coming here for a while and. He leaves the ship and they take off and off they go. Yep. So the, uh, one thing that Predator Two does really well is it expands upon one of the nicest bits of Number One, which is it doesn't really tell you anything. It you guess it from yeah. the from the visuals you are shown, and as far as their culture and their motivations go, this Predator is this Predator is a nastier Predator than the last one. Yeah, yeah. And, and the design reflects that. It's it's darker, sort of skin tone, less slimy, more sort of leathery and and scaly. Yeah. It's got more. It's got like more points and teeth in the edges of its mandibles. It's got a gaunter face. Uh, it's 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 played once again by Kevin Peter Hall, but this one isn't made to look like a bulky creature. This is meant to look like a leaner monster. Yeah. Um, maybe because they wanted it to look a bit younger, or maybe just because it's a different type. But again, when you see the elders at the end, they look a bit different. Each of them looks different in some way, either different masks or different ceremonial garb. Or like the face is slightly different because there's definitely one yeah. if I remember correctly in the end that looks more like the one from the first film. So it's like, okay, right, there are different kinds. So it's a nice little expansion of the idea, yeah, and contains some really terrible dialogue. <laughs> pretty much all yeah. the stuff to do with like King Willie and everything is pretty dreadful. Yeah, although um, the... all of Bill Paxton's lines are pretty awful as well. Can we just say though? Bill Paxton. Yeah. Love Bill Paxton. Crossing over the, the continuity yeah. of this forced Once shared again. universe. Um, um, I mean, yeah. he's, he's like, he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah. who's the character in Batman? Knox. Paxton. Oh, yeah, Paxton yeah, yeah. Paxton plays um, Jerry Lambert and he's like, crap, Knox. Yeah. Like, Knox is sort of annoying, like but he's annoying crap. on purpose because it's part of his like, trying to get under the skin. Lambert's just really, annoying. Lambert's just annoying. And it's like, oh god. Um, he does go out fighting, though. I'll give him that. He does. That's true. He's a brave soul. So, so did Knox nearly. Yeah. He tries to he yeah. tries to save Vicky, then he then he does. No, he's he's not dead. No, no he, he, oh yeah, he, sorry, he plays yeah. it, doesn't it? Because he like goes down the barrel, the, the front of the car, and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh god! But then at the end, he's there. He's at there the, yeah. the press events. He's like, oh, I made it! Yay! Yay! Um, 
Speaking of made it, the Predator franchise did survive because this one bombed, didn't it? Like it financially, was not it was well good, critically, no. it was not well received. It bombed, but the Predator franchise survived because of the video games, the comic books. Yes, let's talk a little bit about the Wilderness Years. The Wilderness Years and and the end product of the Wilderness Years yes. before, before the series returned proper. So Dark Horse got the license for Aliens and Predator mm. and a bunch of other Fox stuff and immediately made a bunch of comics off them. I have been recently having a look at the, the original Dark Horse series. Yeah. Which is gar- And some of the modern Dark Horse series you delved into as well, didn't you? Yeah, the more modern yeah. stuff. Uh, but it's garbage. Yeah, I can um, imagine. The uh, first one is Predator Concrete Jungle, mm-hmm. which is the first miniseries. And oh, it's so... Great title. Like, great so title. boneheaded. It is a sequel, straight up sequel, with <laughs> Arnold Arnold's character, Dutch, Dutch Schaefer, from uh, the first movie. His older, almost identical brother, who is also massive and presumably originally Austrian, and but blonde, super and blonde, yeah. Um, he just happens to be a New York detective, and then he gets sort of caught up in predator stuff when there's a predator in New York. But it also ties it back into like, oh yeah, Dutch disappeared after we took him into custody. We don't know where he is, and the general from uh the original predator, isn't it? And he's like. Yeah, I don't know where Dutch is, but we've got a task force that's supposed to take these things out. And it's just dreck. And it ends with like... So... Fucking not Dutch takes, mm-hmm. like, goes AWOL from the NYPD and, like, goes to Central America to try and find his brother to think, more. Oh, he might be back where everything went down. And then it turns out it's actually a trap... By some by this organization, luring the new predator in, and the predator new predator comes in, and uh, and not Dutch kills it, and then that pisses not Dutch but totally some, Dutch kills it for some reason that pisses the predators off, and they um because what law? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and it turns out there's been like four or five ships hovering above New York. And then they get really pissed off that he killed this hunter and they start firing, like they just start attacking. I'm like, alright, that makes no sense, but okay. Um, so, and, and yeah, it just, it's bad. And then the, the second one, which I've not even got all the way through because it's just dreck, is uh, called Cold War. Uh, is it called Cold War? Cold War? I think it is called Cold War. And Rings it's, um, yeah, um, it's, uh, they find a way Cold to, War, yeah. they, they find a way to, these were also novels as well as comic series. Um, this is like, it's, there's Russians and there's a nuclear power station. So the predators are coming to the nuclear power station. That, like the problem is, is that they all have the predators come out in force. Yeah. In, in the comics, like there's loads of predators. I'm like, why? That's not. What's sort of whittled down what makes them yeah. impressive. Is, is, um, yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's just not interesting. Also, there's been a fucking ton of Predator versus insert superhero here um, comics. The most fun of which is probably um, Batman versus Predator. They are terrible, they but they're are fun. I, I read Batman vs. Predator 3, which is Batman, a sequel yeah. to Batman vs. Predator 2 in terms of expect you to have definitely read oh, that Oh, right, yeah. Together. I've only read the first one, and the first Batman vs. Predator is pretty fucking great. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, 
Batman vs. Predator 3 is awful because it's like a father and son Predator versus Batman and Robin oh, and Mr. God. Freeze involved and it's just... Uh... Oh, the first one's great because it like it tracks him back to his home and like it, it comes in the Batcave and like <laughs> Alfred tries to fight it off. Oh. And, like, and he's got and he picks him up and he's like, I'm not afraid of you, you big bully. And then he shoots him with this big fucking blunderbuss. And then Batman has this special armor and he chases it and they, they chase each other out into the night and then they kill each and then he kills it in a sword duel, hand-to-hand sword duel. And then a predator ship comes down, and then a bunch of predators come off and carry the body onto the ship. Yeah, and like give him, a, give him the sword. Right. As a okay. Like, so it's basically just a typical predator story. Yeah, it's pretty. And but with Batman happens to be the protagonist. Okay. It's pretty fucking great. Okay. It's really good. Um, and uh, yeah. So there's been a bunch of crossovers and stuff. And then, of course, most famously, Alien vs. Predator crossed over. It was a 12-issue maxi-series from Dark Horse. It was set in the... Sort of... Ostensibly in the sort of present of the Aliens universe, circa Aliens, who was set in a colony world. um, Where... Which... Humans had only recently settled, and it turns out that that said um, colony world is a hunting ground for the Predators, which they... um, which they uh, occasionally seed with xenomorphs. Oh, yeah, so this, that ha- this lays that idea yeah. down. So that happens, and then they come on there on a hunt, but the colonists get stuck in the middle, and then the administrator of the colonist of the colonists of the colony be- uh, sort of becomes the action heroine of the, of the piece, and is and is blooded by the predators. Um, An idea which which the, some which of the execs the, which, really like. Which the first AVP uh... movie nicks wholesale, um, and yeah, it's a pretty decent series. Like it ends with her, like all the all the um, the colonists get evacuated, and it ends with her staying on the planet, waiting for the predators to come round again. Yeah, which they then do at the end. Which of again it. is nicked yeah. in another predator yeah. movie. Yeah, which which, th- which they do, and she's like, "All right, I'm coming on your hunt with you," and they're like. Yeah, all right. All right. This lady can come on the home with us. That's cool. <laughs> and there's, there's, you know, there's Alien vs. Predator Deadliest of the Species, which is a very, very strange um, maxi-series by Chris Claremont, um, which is all about, like, weird clones and trophy wives and... the. Uh, is that the one uh, with the, the, where she's, she's in it and she's got weird armor and stuff? No, no, no. That's she comes. Or is that just in, a bunch yeah. of collectibles that, no, that became a thing? There, no, there are there are sequel. There are direct sequels to the original Alien vs. Predator, which feature Mariko. Okay. Um, Mariko Noguchi, I think her name is, if, if memory serves. Um, but yeah, I had the, I had the trade for the original AVP series, and it's great. Um, the, the Deadly Set of Species is strange, but interesting. Uh, there's a great little mini series called Alien vs. Predator Eternal, which is. Um, like a Japanese businessman who has built his uh, fortune off reverse engineering predator technology from a, a ship that a, crashed. Again, something um, that the movies try to do something yeah. with and never do, never follow up. And he's been he's been like implanting. Oh my god, the fox the fox movies been, beyond the first uh, one, yeah. the beyond the second one are so lazy. But he's been going after predators to sort to because he's implanting their organs into himself to keep himself young. Oh, like he's like way older than he actually looks. Okay, but he's been using, he's been using predators. He's been like using their uh, biology to keep himself young. That 
Um, doesn't make much sense. It's, it's pretty interesting. Like this, this, this it's like, a cool idea. But it's just like they're not shown to be like regenerative. They're just shown to be no. But he's like creatures using them for like medicinal purpose. I don't know. It's, it, it, it makes sense in the thing. But that this um, this like war zone reporter, she gets caught up in it, and she ends up. That's being a cool like, idea because yeah. like she yeah, it's, it's that whole she's used to com- she's not yeah. a combatant per se, but she's used to combat zones. Well, she and, could, kind of the, the, like the prologue of, the, of it is like she's in a war zone. And her cameraman gets gets predated. Oh, but because why he, because the he thinks the camera's a weapon. Okay, that's a cool idea. Um, and like they're learning, and then she's like, "Oh shit, I've, I saw something that I can't explain." And then she's chasing that story, which leads her into this old situation. And the aliens are in it. I can't remember what brings the aliens into it. I think uh, it's like, uh, cover sales. That's why. Uh, that's what I brings think, them into it. Cover I, th- sales. I think it's like that. This guy. Who's, who's like hunting predators finds another ship and he's got and it's got eggs on it or something. Um, cover sales, that's why they're in yeah, it. yeah. Cover sales. But it's, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool series. And the art style, the the covers for it are amazing, and uh, the art style is really cool. Um, so yeah, th- those are the. If you're gonna read a name, if you're gonna read a, name, a predator comic, read the original ABP uh, limited series, or read Alien vs Predator, Alien vs Predator Eternal. Everything else you can probably safely avoid yeah my first exposure to avp comics was the uh, avp tie-in which was also called survival of the fittest which isn't that strip it's a small book okay it's set after the events of avp oh what uh the film and it's not great no. <laughs> like it's really really stupid let's before we before we talk about predators the most recent Predator sequel. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk briefly about ADP. Yeah. What happened when they were like, "We've got a property that makes money. We're not doing anything with it. Let's do a thing." And also during the rise of comic book movies in the two thousand, the early two thousands, yeah. when more comic movies were coming yeah. out and out, like Electra got filmed they, less than to, less yeah. than um, two years after Daredevil came out. Like Fox everyone was trying, trying everything. Fox had been trying to get an Alien vs Predator movie made since Predator since... Two. Since yeah, like off the back of Predator Two in the Dark Horse, Dark Horse publishing the comic was what was like got some of the Fox guys being like, oh yeah, we should do an AVP movie, and you know scripts for it have been bouncing around for years. Uh, the video games ran with it. There was a couple of really good PC games that that sort of run with the idea as sequels to Aliens, but also bringing the Predators into it. Um, There's uh, like the original arcade game. Yeah, which is just, like it's a just a beat em up. up. Yeah. It's, it's great. Also, impossible to play legitimately now unless you can find it. Like, yeah, you've got, you've, got a, never, you've got to ROM it. Because of the licensing, it's not it's never been officially re released. Um, I don't think Arcade Club have it either. You know, Arcade Club in Berry. Yeah. Which I need to take you to at some point. Yeah, right? oh, we've got, to go, um, we've got to go on a they Monday. Have, they have a bunch I of. I say Monday. Arcade like, kicks a little totally I, I don't think they have. Alien vs Predator, sadly, but they do have wing jammers. Um, so there's that, and they have you know the the four player Simpsons cabinet and the four player X Men cabinet. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, that Simpsons those. game! I used to play uh, the yeah. shit out of that on yeah. the SNES port. I think they have the four player Turtles one as well. Turtles in Time. They can have, yeah, yeah. They can, I think they have it. First level Baxter on the bridge. I think they have it. First, but the first not... boss is Baxter on the on the on the, the bridge. I've play, I've definitely played the it because I, I played the remake of it, but I can't remember if I played it there. But I think they do have turtles in time. I yes. think we're going to have to go um, now. Like, we're going to have to go so... now. Let's be honest, the only reason this is pre-recorded. I mean, definitely live, yes. is because we're there now. Yes. Um, but yes, so the, the video, um, the the two PC games are really good. The I played Extinction PS3 one. I've not played Extinction. That's the strategy one, isn't it? Yeah, I played that on the PS2. Yeah, that was the... fun. That was interesting. It introduced me to a lot of different alien types and stuff. Uh, the yeah. PS3 one was 2010. 
2010. 2010. I've got got the uh, steelbook of that. It's. I played 20 minutes of that and was like, yeah, I don't need to play any more of this. Yeah, it's it's one of those where it's like, it's fine. The second PC one is. The story mode's terrible. Because the first PC one is basically just a string of vaguely interconnected missions without any real narrative. Mm. And you play as either alien, predator, or, or marine. Yeah, Whereas, which, the, which the the strategy one's kind of like that as well. Like you, yeah. you, you pick which camp you're working yeah, with. Yeah. Uh, guys, here's the thing: Marine is always the interesting choice. Yes, because well, you get well, to face up against aliens. The second PC one takes the same narrative, and you play you play through three different overlapping sections of it as you zip through Marine, Alien, and Predator. So you get to be all of them. If you want to get the whole story, you have to play all three campaigns, because they all overlap. So you could start out... telling exactly the same story. You could start out choosing to just play as one. Yeah. Or you could back and forth and just make note of when you played as each one and and try a different one later. If you wanted to, yeah, you could do that. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and it's actually got a proper narrative and and in-engine cutscenes and stuff, and there's some really cool ideas in it. Like, there's a... the, the, The main sort of... Um, facility setting, the lab facility where all the alien stuff is, is is happening, which ends up going bad because of course it does. <laughs> is um, it's like it's uh, isolated cells that are that are suspended over a chasm. So if there's a breach, snap. In, so if there's a breach in one of the labs, they just drop one of the cells that's breached. So you have to be careful. Um, of sin basically. Well, no, no, because it's like the, the cells are like that big prefab units. But it's yeah. a ser- the complex is a series of those suspended over this chasm, so you, they just drop it if, if right. it's reaching one of the sections. Um, like the the scientist who is running the project is like part synthetic because he had a fa- he had a alien embryo in him, which da- which like was stillborn. Oh shit! So that's an like, that's expanding the mythology. Yeah, in an they're, interesting they're, way. they've not they've used that idea in other places as well, but. Um, yeah, they do that with that. And, um, I imagine that's how they get around Ripley in some continuities yeah. after Alien Three. Like, oh, well, we want to use Ripley, yeah. but she died. No, because it didn't actually get your born. S- it died on the way out, and she was able to survive somehow. Your CO in the Marine campaign has a grudge against the Predator because he fought. He went up against one on a previous uh, on a previous mission, and it basically crippled him. And he has to use um, <laughs> he has to use uh, like cybernetics to to do anything basically that's a cool idea um, yeah it's all stuff like it's, it's, it's some, the second PC one because that's the thing you don't want the predators it's hard to find you don't want the predators to have too much character themselves what yeah, makes them yeah. interesting is the fact that they are mysterious but you also don't want to kill them off willy nilly because that removes the well, sort the, of the, the threat if of, I remember correctly the second PC one the predator you play as is the same predator who took down the marine character's CO so right. they have a grudge match okay that's fu- that, that, so yep, I think that's he's good. like the final boss of the predator <laughs> campaign or something in like power cripple man ridiculous like that um probably in a power loader it's been ages since i've played it so i could be misremembering it but that's what as i recall what it is so i don't remember what unfortunately the avp movie by paul ws anderson 2004's the director who's only made one good film in his entire (laughs) career and this is not it, but not still. It. It's not it. I, it's Event Horizon. I have, um, I have a lot of love for this movie, not because it's good and not even because it's so bad it's, it's good. It's not even like, yeah, it's not it's, it's not it's, bad enough to be so bad it's good and it's not good. It hit me in the sweet spot in my teens where I was really into creature effects and behind the scenes. Yeah. And that stuff is what stands hmm. out about this movie. And I have the two books for both, a book, the book for both yeah. of these films. The uh, effects were by, in, by in both the AVP movies actually are pretty great 
Although you can only see them for the sequel if you look oh, at the book. God. But anyway, so AVP, and also it was in the comic book boom. It's more action oriented, and the first actual throwdown between a predator and a xenomorph is pretty great. Not in a two titan because the thing is, these two titans meeting was never going to be yeah. good. It works on the page. It works in video games. In a movie, it's just dumb. Yeah. So they embrace that in the first one, and mm. the first fight between a predator and an alien is dumb. Like it's big. Like at one point, the predator grabs the alien by the tail, swinging it round, yeah, swings yeah. it round, and because of course their exoskeleton's quite tough, it's smashing the column. Yeah. Um. You get the great bit where it traps it in the net. Yeah. And it starts to cut in, but the alien's blood melts part of the net, and it escapes. But then for the rest of the movie, it's got this grid shape on its head in green blood and you know there's just stuff like that that's really cool they make the predators more heroic looking in the design because by the end our lone surviving human character teams up with the lone surviving predator to stop an alien queen yeah. it's definitely the most interesting use of the alien queen i think after the aliens because yeah. in alien resurrection it's just this sort of thing with a head and a big pregnancy belly and it's just sort of sat there screaming um in this they go what if the queen were mobile like in Aliens and we have the technology to make her do that now? Oh, we do. We've got yeah. CGI. Let's do it. Yeah. I think that final confrontation with the alien queen is pretty decent. Like, in, in terms of, the, you know, they don't sort of shit on what came before it in terms of what it was capable of. We can just see yeah, it doing yeah. more stuff. It's basically a superhero physique predator with complete with big, like, square jaw and our human protagonist holding predator weapons made from bits of aliens strapped to spears. Yeah. Um, fighting a T-Rex with a giant head, essentially, is what it is. Um, it is dumb. It is stupid. It shits all over continuity for both franchises yeah. to the point where they've admitted now that AVP take place in their own little bubble. Yeah. Like, it, they, they, they don't they, exist. Even though they try to they make the thing that every, every, every alien thing that is set before Alien tries to do is like, this is the origin of the Wayland jutani Company! And well, this Pr- is Prometheus proves that alien here is Lance Henriksen. A- AVP couldn't exist. Lance Henriksen as early Wayland, I think, works okay in AVP if you can buy the idea Charles that one of his Bishop an- yeah. Wayland. If you can yeah. buy the idea that one of his ancestors, his descendants in Alien Three, happens to look like him, you can okay, I can buy that. Fine, whatever. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah, but it also fine. means that the first robot would be based on the original Bishop, which doesn't make any sense because it's like, why? This is like hundreds of years before. Like, why? Why would it? Like, what? Um, you just wait until Apple unveils got, Steve yeah. Jobs' Android. Oh, God. You'll be you'll be laughing out the other side of your face then. <laughs> Literally, because it'll have punched it off because the robots will take over. Yes. But yeah, it's, it's the whole, we've discovered something in the Arctic. We're sending a team to go down there. I believe it might have some alien origin. Let's go. And then when they they find it's a dormant Aztec pyramid in the Arctic, because of course... Um, it's not Aztec. Aztec themed. It's a predator pyramid because the idea is in this movie, yeah. the predators in their in their adolescence, uh, they have these designated hunting grounds where they will hunt yeah. and learn their you know learn Which, their skills. Again, is nicked from the AV from the AVP comic because the one the, thing that they like to hunt specifically is the xenomorph the com- because they can contain yeah. it. They they basically get like three or four eggs. In this pit, in a pyramid or or a, or a room or whatever, or you know, like a valley, they know it will infect the creature or sacrifice that they use, which is against the. That's one thing I was like, well, that's kind of against them, isn't it? Like the sacrificing a species to yeah, create an opponent, I suppose. Um, 
But it's also because that's the only way you can fight an alien is you have to make one. So I guess, and and, all, and yeah, the aliens are like an ultimate kind of thing to fight as an as an induction to to being a being a hunter because it's like this thing is pretty damn deadly and it's definitely going to kill you. So yeah. if you can kill it first, then fair enough, we will give you your give you your dues. But that's also shown a bit in how even though these predators are bigger and more macho looking, more action figure looking. Um, they also have more equipment than any other bloody predators ever had in any of the other movies. Well, yeah, because you've got and to more armor. Yeah, because they're not they're not grown ups. They're not yeah. confident, and they're up against something with acid for blood. So there's design stuff that I'm like, okay, all right, fair enough. The giant blades are unnecessarily comedic, but like, fair enough. Okay, it's not great. It's a really good stick it on while you're making tea and you're half half paying attention to it sort of film. Is it though? Yes. I I have completely because it's also PG thirteen. That was what it is blood. Like there is there is blood and there is alien gore in it. Like there's a bit where an alien's face is lopped off. Yeah, yeah. blade. You just see the head slide off. Yeah, because that was that was this was the era where every film was doing that, and also Paul W S Anderson. Yeah, he loves that trope. He does. So there's plenty of alien gore, but it's PG thirteen, which means obviously the creatures can't do what they're they're best at. Yeah, the certificate goes up to R, and originally I think it was an eighteen for the UK release, but went back to fifteen for the Blu-ray because I guess they must have just reassessed it. Hang on, eh. I know um, it was released as a, as a fifteen. Was it fifteen? Yeah. 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 Uh, AVP Requiem, the two thousand and seven follow-up to AVP. That is it, a hard art. It's a hard art, but I don't understand why because you can't see anything. There's one sequence where you're yeah. like, oh, that's why. And it's the most unnecessarily inserted grotesque thing ever. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So unnecessary. There is there are some neat ideas in in Requiem. And all of the so I- and, there's, and and some and some not so great ideas. Nearly all of them are very poorly handled. Yeah, we're introduced to um, a cast of characters in AVP. Yeah. That aren't too fleshed out, but the actors bring them to life as much as they can. So you do go, oh no, when ones get killed off. You're like, oh, that sucks because they were a nice person. AVP Requiem, it makes no effort really to give you, make you give a shit about anybody because suddenly, for the first time in an Alien and a Predator movie, our cast are generic teens. Mm-hmm. There's a few adult characters in there, but like that whole thing of, he's her dad. He looks about five years older than her. Like, that yeah, kind of yeah. doesn't quite work. Um... There is like you know the the high school bitch character and the the jocks and the nerds sort of stuff. It's just like oh god, okay. It does make one interesting decision with its premise. It's set in small town America. Yeah, it's a direct sequel to AVP because basically the Scar Predator, the main predator from AVP, did get facehugged at one point. Yeah, and we see it struggling with that in um, uh, AVP. And then it gets killed at the end. Like, the queen kills that predator at the end during the final fight. Pales it on her tail. Yeah. So that predator's dead. And the very end of AVP is the predator ship arrives, and elder predators arrive, and they carry the predator away. Mm-hmm. A la Batman. <laughs> Batman predator, predator. And they place it, and the last shot of the movie is it, is it on a ceremonial plinth, like, a ceremonial casket in the ship. Lying in state. Lying in state. And then a chest burster bursts out of its gut with mandibles for a mouth. Which was admittedly a cool shot because it's like, okay, that's all right, okay, movie, fun little thing to end on. Oh, look, a predator alien. Yeah. And then we see the predator alien because the sequel's about that ship crashing on a small, like in the forest near a small town. For some reason, the predator's collected some eggs. 
sure. because of course they did. Sure. Because it would be fine if it was about a predator that were a predator hunting down this hybrid. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And then you could you could find a roundabout way for the hybrid to possibly try to reproduce, and then you get your alien elements in there to a degree. Yeah. But they have to do it strict. Pros for the movie: they show a child being face hugged. That's bold. That's bold. Fair enough. And that child yeah. then chest bursts. That's bold. Yeah. Um, seeing the aliens in an urban environment is really um, unnerving. Because it's like, wait, what? Because yeah, we are used to seeing them. we've not seen before and it's pretty neat. Yeah. I like it. You don't see it much. <laughs> we've been teasing why. Yeah. But you don't see much. The Pred Alien is an interesting design, but it is way more alien than Predator. Which is a shame because the alien hybrids we see throughout the nineties and the toys yeah. take on the aspects of the animals that they're, they're they need a bit more. And the, the, like the gorilla alien is a big ass alien, yeah. and the praying mantis alien is a big insectoid alien. This is an alien that has mandibles and dreadlocks mm-hmm. and is a bit tougher. It's like, oh, okay. So, uh, the... It's a cool design, but it's also a bit like, is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I guess that's it. And that kind of sucks. Um, but all the pros, uh, again, interesting creature effects, if you get the guidebook. Um, and it's short. Okay, that's it for the pros. Um, yeah. This is directed by the Brothers Strauss, if I remember correctly. Is that the their name? Brothers Strauss. Yeah. Uh, that tells you all you need to know. AVP Requiem. Even though it corrects the title, because it's Alien vs. Predator Requiem... Uh, Alien vs. Predator, and this one's Aliens vs. Predator yeah. Requiem. Um, it, it's, it is. It is. It is. It just is. It's, the Brothers Strauss direct this movie, man. and you can tell that they're edgelording it. They're trying not to shock you with the actual horror that is presented from these creatures in the situation. Mm-hmm. They create new horrors. One of which is the pregnancy scene. This scene is horrific. The Predalien is shown to be reproducing. Um, so, so the basic plot is a predator has been sent down. It's known as Wolf in the, the, the descriptions and everything because it's a lone wolf one. Yeah, A predator has been sent down to um, apprehend this situation and clear stuff up before it goes horribly wrong. Yeah, I.e. kill the Predalien get rid of any evidence of the Predator ship because I believe it blows up the ship and stuff doesn't it like it yeah, because they yeah. have to do that in every Predator movie it has to blow up something it has to blow something up with a countdown um, so it does all that big clean up and uh, that's meant to be the idea but in the film they decided oh so just having it be a story of the Predator alien and a couple of stray aliens from eggs isn't enough mm-hmm. we've got to up the stakes so they decide that the Predator alien which is an idea from the games of the comics when an alien's isolated it either can become a queen or reproduce to a degree that it produces a queen egg so that the colony can begin again eventually. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting idea. It's like insects and stuff. The idea that, you know, yeah. that certain ones can change. And a lot of this conjecture comes from, like, ideas the comics have had. Yeah. So that's a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. For some reason, the Predalien reproduces by implanting embryos into an already pregnant host. So it goes to the hospital... Not like just walks in like, hello, which is the maternity ward. But somehow it ends up in the maternity ward. There is a pregnant woman who is heavily pregnant. And I think, I remember correctly, I think they imply she has twins or triplets. Yeah. Multiple children, certainly. It latches onto her face with its face. Yeah. And like a face hugger, its tongue elongates, goes into her throat and fills her with alien embryos. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But it's implied that they sort of eat what's inside her as they come out. Yeah. Which is not something the aliens have never done before anyway. Well, like, never done. They've never been about eating. So... Nope. Why? And I think they do it because they're like, this is shocking. It's like, no, this is just unnecessarily gross. This is edgelord gross. What is the point in this? Yeah. But the biggest crime the movie commits to piece of entertainment is the brother Strauss think that horror means darkness. Oh, yeah. You see nothing. I saw it in the cinema... I couldn't see anything. I bought the DVD because I was a teenager who thought I had to be a completionist for all these things. I saw nothing. Yeah. I eventually picked up the Blu-ray release in Ealing's HMV because it was part of a two for 20 quid thing. I went, oh, go on. I like AVP. Let's pick it up. AVP yeah. and AVP Requiem together in a two-pack. Something else. A couple of years ago, I decided, go on, I'll watch Requiem. You can still see nothing. Yeah. It's so dark. I watched it when I was working at Blockbuster. I got it as one of my free rentals. And yeah. And I was like... I- one, this is bad. Yes. yes. Despite there being occasional like interesting moments. Yeah. And two, can't see shit. Yeah. There's a subplot where a pair of car keys goes down a drain. Like, this, oh, is, yeah, this because... is a film. Yeah. This is a film, guys. It's terrible. And and the Predator the predator comes out of it the least damaged in terms of if you go what, what you're going in to see. Yeah. Because we get a lone wolf. It's a really screwed up looking predator. It's got a mandible ripped off. It's yeah, you know, it's yeah. a scarred looking thing. It looks, it's got crazy eyes. He's, he's the it's he, like a scrawny version of one from the first movie. It's yeah, sort of really. He's the dude they send in to clean up messes. Yeah, like like he's a suicide mission predator. It's like yeah. a, you deal with that, and if it comes to it, you're probably going to die as well. But that's fine. Like that's mm-hmm. your mission. Go sort out this crap. And he looks. He unlike the other ones, he looks like one that is scrapped with bigger things. Um, it's <laughs> there you go. It's. The, it's the Tim Roth of the Predator world. Yeah, all right. Like you take a look at it, and you go, yeah, you've you've seen some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've seen some okay. shit. And I can believe you can hold your own. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not great. Nope. The franchise then sort of dies, even though it ends with a teaser of like, here's the Utani Corporation getting hold yeah. of Predator Tech. They were sort of to trying do... to yeah. point it towards it being a straight up aliens prequel slash stuff. adaptation of the ideas in the comics. Yeah, it just doesn't really. It's not it really cool. work. The Predator franchise did return eventually. Eventually, uh, via uh, Robert Rodriguez, is his uh, production company. Yeah. Um, in 2010, he'd been trying Predator. to get one made for a while. Yeah, and there had been a script for a Predator three about like which some of the ideas of which are incorporated into this, mm-hmm. um, floating around for a while. Um, and yeah, so Predators, featuring the most unlikely <laughs> action star of all time. Yep. Yep, that's right. We're going on a Brody quest, ladies and gentlemen. Because believe it or not, when they were like, right, we need a we need a grizzled action star for this show, the name that came to their minds was Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Now Adrian Brody is a fantastic actor. He's many things. He's a bon vivant. Bon vivant. He's a savant. He's a man who looks like a human rat hybrid, and not necessarily in a scary way. Hypocrite and toady and inebriate. 
You know, he probably would have been a excellent Tenardier. He's a master of the house. He really would have been a good he Tenardier. He probably would have been a great Tenardier. Oh my God. But yeah, he's... um. It, 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 mm. So Adrian probably mm. plays mm. Royce. Because of course, if you're a badass, you only need one name. You only need one he's name. He's a former US Army Special Forces soldier turned mercenary. Fair enough. Apparently, he'd been yeah. blown away by Predator... When he when he was asked to be a part of this, and he viewed his role as a challenge because he wanted to bring a complexity to the character that would contrast with Schwarzenegger, so a character with more on his plate, but at the same time visually would yeah. contrast. So he understood the appeal of okay, this is different, but it does feel weird because the movie rides on it. Now, what were it an ensemble movie that toward the end he's the one who sort of sticks out and is the lone survivor? Fair yeah. enough. But the movie from the beginning is like. Here's your badass action hero, guys. Yeah. It's like, eh. Now, plot of Predators, Predators is simple. Yep. Uh, a bunch of people wake up mid-airdrop yep. in, above a jungle. Like, the hell's going on? Yep. Once there, they all realize uh, that they're all in some way... They're all in some way bad people. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all from military background or stuff who have gone another way. Or they've all... Uh, killed people that they regret either way they all feel yeah. like maybe they're being punished um like they are good guys who've done some questionable things or they are good guys who've become pretty bad people apart from one guy who's just a doctor yeah just a doctor and they summarize uh, they surmise even that we're here to be like something's after them they're like yeah. we're here to be hunted someone's picked us this is a game we're here it's, to a, it's be a game preserve yeah it's a game preserve and we're the prey there's a doctor here to patch us up to keep the game going as long as possible yeah. We need to work together. And of course, it's the classic thing of, you know, like, everyone's butting heads and they don't. And they lose some people early, some in horrific circumstances, this and the other. But it becomes apparent as it's going that the thing that's after them is powerful. And there may be more than one. Oh, yeah. And not only that, it's got a tracker dog. <laughs> like, track these tracker dogs. And essentially, it's Predator in reverse to a point. Like it's the same plot. Yeah, it's the same plot as the first of, one, but of. it's not a predators come to Earth to hunt. And I think it's predators are going. Oh, we're going to bring prey to our preserve it because has... it becomes apparent as well. This jungle's been made to be like something we can survive in. Yeah, this is not our world. It's it has its roots in an idea for Predator Three that floated around for a while of um, Danny Glover and Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters from the first mm-hmm. two movies being uh, used as competitors in like a gladiatorial arena by the predators yeah um and yeah it's it's a pretty it's a pretty neat concept mm-hmm. um and it mostly works yeah the, I, I remember us watching this in it would have been hammersmith yeah we, we saw this together yeah, yeah. Um, and coming out of it and going yeah it's pretty good all man. right it's pretty good this is yeah. a pretty good predator movie it's it's not again it doesn't have it it's got it's some interesting. Minor spoilers, tries, folks. It's it tries got some to interesting have stuff. More in it. Yeah. depth than the original, mm. but still doesn't. It just it's 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 almost more. Even though there's more going on, mm. and they do a bit more to flesh out the characters, it just doesn't feel as as rounded as that original. I don't think you can connect. I think what they're trying to do is so that when characters get killed off and stuff happens to them, you feel bad. Yeah. But the thing is. Because we only saw them in this setting and we only saw them as grizzled and acting badass in front of everybody else and being agitated. Yeah. You don't you don't connect with them, you don't empathise with them easily. Yeah. Um But they do they do bump it up. Like for example, uh, Alice Braga is Isabel. 
who's a sniper for um, Israeli defense forces. Um, yeah, she she failed to save her spotter during a mission and feels that she's been brought to the alien planet as punishment and to seek redemption. She's pretty great, and mm. the way they the way they utilize her character in the story is they they sort of make it seem like oh yeah she's the one with a bit of a moral compass here like she's she's as she you know she realizes she's done some bad shit and she wants to prove herself right she wants to look after everyone else do you know what i mean yeah so that she's she's kind of the only hero in the group until sort of royce is forced to also um uh work alongside her and cooperate yeah yeah um, because you've got all the characters. Walter Goggins' character uh, is, you know, sort of creepy, racist, rapist, murderer man. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Walter, Go- Walter Goggins' character, basically. Walton Goggins uh, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Uh, Oleg Tagtarov. Uh, yeah. Russian commander. Oh, he's the Russian one. Yeah, okay. So again, sort of bit of a hard ass and stuff. Uh, Louis. He's uh, the minigun Zawa Chang Chen is um, Hanzo, who's a Yakuza enforcer, which again makes for a different sort of interaction yeah, with the predator. Yeah. That's kind of interesting the way they you do, do it. You can't you you get that sequence where you get to see what mm. could have been with the Billy Predator duel that you see, that happens off screen in the original Predator, mm. where you see him go mano a mano. Mm. Well, not mano a mano because that's hand to hand. But you see him go one on one with a, 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 freaking... a predator with a with a samurai sword. Yeah, which is again like this is different. Yeah, um, Mahershala Ali was in it again like he's, he's sort of short-lived him and danny trejo sort of get a bit less to do but it's like you believe that these guys are tough guys like the film yep. doesn't fail in that it's more that it's just like okay this is sort of the same i mean we, to, to the point it's reinforced um uh, at one point in the movie uh isabel i think it's isabel so just oh, yeah it's, 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 isabel talks about how she's heard of the predators before after they encounter their first, yeah. like, their first encounter with it, based on a report by the only survivor of a special forces team who encountered one in eighty seven yeah. in Guatemala, um, and it's it's a reference to Dutch. Yeah, there was two there survivors. Is... There's two survivors yes. of that. Yeah, there what? were. What a load of bullshit. He was the only survivor of the of, squad. Of the military squad, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, she was a she was a. But it, it's the first film to sort of it? continue to imply what happened next. I think there's, yeah. a, there's a nod to it in Predator Two. Predator Two, they're like you see Anna. Yes, in yeah, video she, footage, she's like in, yeah, like and they the show evidence. like aerial footage of the devastation of the post Predator bomb. Yeah, but in, um, in this, it's sort of implying that yeah, no, I think she. I remember saying something like no one believed, like, and it's yeah. because we know that it's because we know that special forces dealt with it in secret. Yeah, but you imagine Dutch probably. You imagine Dutch was probably just like cast um, out and, and ridiculed. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's it's implying it's stated in the Predator Two novelization that he he got sick. Afterwards, like some sort of radiation type sicknesses, so he was yeah. in the hospital, but then he just disappeared from the hospital, like just fucked off. So the government just took him, basically. No, no, oh, he, no he, he was in, he was in government custody. Oh, right. So he, he, he decided from government custody. he decided sod this yeah. slash which, they had an idea to possibly use him in another story, which later. is a plot thread that they pick up on in the comics with because the whole thing for the not Dutch character mm. is he's looking for Dutch, he's looking for his brother, but they it never gets resolved. Now, what's really annoying about this one is we get an exposition character. And it's played yeah. really well. Yeah, it's Roland uh, Nolan, sorry, played yeah. by Lawrence Fishburne, Don Colin Larry, Larry, who is a survivor who's, who's who's lasted several of the several of these hunts. Yeah, who's been hiding out in like an old Predator ship. He's turned it into a home, and he uses them as bait. Yeah, like he sort of betrays them and uses them as bait in the, in an attempt to maybe sort of get in a ship himself or get out of there himself. Um. The one thing I didn't like about this movie is it feels like it it has to do the one-upmanship thing. Yeah. 
we have three predators who are bigger and badder and scarier than before. Yeah. The designs are fine. I'm lukewarm on the designs of the predators in this. But they have an and in the credits it's referred to as classic predator. They have another predator strung up in the camp, presumably being tortured. Yeah. And it's the predator that looks exactly the spit of the one in the first movie in terms of yeah. the design. So it's almost like they're going, huh, yeah, this ain't your daddy's our, predator. Our predators are, are bigger and better. Ooh, mm, someone else someone else has had that idea for a Predator sequel. That's where, which, and we've been talking about this yeah. when we talked about the trailers, that's what I'm worried about, about the Predator. The Predator, yeah. That you remove all threat and agency from the initial Predator concept by going, but here's a bigger one! It's yeah. like, okay. And the second trailer for Predator, the Predator has really banked on that. Uh, yeah, it's a bigger predator. Like it's real, and they've released a teaser image and stuff of it, and it's like, okay, all it's right then. It's a bigger and scarier predator. And that's the one plot element I don't enjoy in Predators. Hmm. Because it's sort of it's like what? So there's predator racism. I thought they were. A, I thought they were a, a a culture of the sort of like an honor system to it, based on what we've learned. Yeah. So for them to be like, oh, these smaller ones suck ass. It's sort of like, oh, really? And in the new film, it looks like the bigger one may be an, an obj- a, a subject of genetic tampering. So it's not just like a, a race thing or, or an evolution thing. Does the Predator need to get bigger and scarier to be scary? No, but they did it. They did it, and they're going to do it again. Predictions for the Predator, Matt. Yeah, saucy minx. Um going to be voiced by Topher Grace. I think it's going to be... Who, a- who I think gives the best performance in He's Predator, great in Predators, Predators because yeah. they, the twist with his character is really neat. It's interesting. Um, and he revels in it. And they also do a vocal effect with him because someone's hallucinating that I'm like, oh, Venom! Yeah, but, oh, but actually but saying actually scary good. things. Yeah. Before, before, I will say the thing about Predators is it's both its greatest strength and its greatest weakness is that it was clearly made by huge fans of the first movie yeah. for huge fans of the first movie. And yeah. it falls into a couple of fan service traps here and there. Mm. But for the most part, I think it's great. At least it didn't bring Dutch back, which is... There's an alternate ending script floating around. For the, which, predator. for the for Predators. For predators. Which Robert Rodriguez, as as both stated, was he stated it was it was an early idea that was was quickly abandoned, hmm. and he's also said that it was a deliberate red herring to sort of weed out script leaks. Oh, okay, but he's, he said both of those things, so who knows? <laughs> and and it's an ending in which after you know Royce and Isabella. Uh, yeah, because the, the movie ends with them yeah. waiting on the planet, knowing that there's going to be another fall of, of hunters at some point. And they're going to ambush them and take a ship. A predator ship touches down, mm-hmm. and a bunch of predator, like classic style predators, come out. Mm. And then their leader comes out, takes the helmet off, and it's Dutch. So sequel bait for a future story. Yeah. So basically, the idea is that the Dutch is now leading a a, cl- a a clan of predators. For what? I don't know. But I also don't like that. I don't like, like, speaking, I don't like the idea there. of them allying with the thingy. That's, no, why, Alien no, Resurre- no. That's why Alien Resurrection is kind of shite. Because even though Ripley's not, Ripley clone isn't with them, per se, no, no. they play on that idea of like, well, you're connected now. And it's like, what happened to them just being a random force of nature? <laughs> like, that's frightening. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But whatevs. Um, Predictions for The Predator. The um, Predator. Keegan-Michael Key will get all the pussy jokes. Yes. And there will be lots of them because Shane Blackwell is great. Yep. Um, I think they are. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. Oh, but 
I would not be surprised if there is some sort of Arnold cameo with a couple of lines towards the end or something. Okay. Or oh, they've managed they've managed to nab him for yeah. like some like at least a video evidence thing. Yeah. They finally yeah. managed to get that scene they wanted to do before sort of thing, yeah. maybe. And and yeah. I I would this, not this surprise set, me. This is set I think they said it's set between Predator Two and Predators. Which implies that Predators is set slightly in our future. I thought I just thought it was just set now. Because Predators, I don't think he's given a specific, but based no. on just like based on the task forces everyone's working with, you can sort of surmise it's, it's relatively more or less modern, present day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. yeah. I. Yeah. I. I think it's going to be at least as good as Predators. Yeah. I think. I think the problem is the problem is with this as a franchise is that first movie was so unique. Yeah. To its time, and to the genres it plays with that any sequel I think, just yeah, feels like the problem, a comic book continuation. The problem is giving the Predator another motivation that isn't just, oh, I'm hunting dudes. And yeah. Every time they try and do that, it never really works. Yeah. I don't think. Well, it's, um, because, it's, because, it's because, like, the honor system was fascinating. I think the more you expand on it, the more you are, unfortunately demystifying what make which is what makes it interesting in the first yeah, place and how... the, the comics fall into that trap particularly the later alien versus predator stuff where they you know they give the they give the species a name they yeah they the use uh, yeah. yeah and then they have they, they show so much more of their culture they don't like translate their speech or anything so you don't know what they're saying so. yeah they always use like the predator yeah. text as their dialogue it's, it's, which is a nice touch as a, yeah. as a visual element but yeah. it does demystify them somewhat and I think them being sort of unknowable is is what makes them scary. Like, yeah, it does. We're, make we're them afraid scary. of the unknown, and and to to keep exposing and using the unknown as as especially like how do we make this better? Let's tell you more. Especially if you think you have a handle on them, but then they do something that just goes to show that you don't. Yeah, that's more frightening. Um, that is that is frightening because you never you can't accurately predict what they're gonna do. Because you're judging them by uh, a human morality that you've projected onto them. Yeah, which um, is what AVP falls into the trap of. It's like yeah, it, it, yeah. You know, it plays with the honor thing, but it's also like these are the good guys. And it's like no, but they're are not. They? Like they they have an honor system, but like so does Wolverine. And Wolverine's not like a good guy. Like, you know what I mean? No, he's, no, he's a noble no. guy. And... I mean, I'll have a beer with him, but I don't think he's a good dude. Yeah, like I wouldn't like get into a bar fight, even on his, even on the same side as him, because I'm just going to punch people. I wouldn't. Get He's going to gut. <laughs> I wouldn't get into a bar fight in the same fucking city as him, because he'll probably turn up and gut you, or the Punisher will be there doing something as well, and you'll get caught in the crossfire. Because um, thinking about this way too much. Everyone lives in New York City. Um, Fantastic yeah. Four. Don't, Don't need, need no, no more. more. Oh my god, that man's being gutted in the bar. Uh, oh my. Oh, Tom, nobody tell my Aunt Petunia. Oh, Did you, Vince. I, his famous catchphrase, oh, Vince. There was a, I was watching a Patrick H. Willems video on Blade 2 and why it's so great, because it is great. It is pretty great. It's a Guillermo um, del Toro movie that happens to have Blade in it. And, he was, and he was talking about how how um, Marvel should put Blade in the MCU. He's just have Wesley Snipes' Blade pop up in a Spider-Man movie. Like, have a weird non-sequitur moment or, like, a post credit scene where like 
Spidey's chasing someone into an alleyway at night or something, and he turns around and it's a vampire. <clears throat> and then Blade comes out of nowhere, kills the vampire, and he's like, yeah, there's a different world going on here, kid, you don't know about. Yeah. Let's stay out of it. <laughs> and that's it. No, because that means that Blade Trinity's in the MCU, and I don't think anyone No, Wesley Snipes is Blade, but he's not the same Blade. Yeah, he is. But, Matt, he, he dodged his taxes. Listen, I don't... Let's not imply him. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to tell you. The thing I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, despite despite all the advice to the contrary, Pro despite despite AVP. despite everything that is telling you not to, yeah, some motherfuckers are always trying to escape uphill. And let's hope that that's not what Shane Black's doing with the Predator. We'll find well, out. We'll, we'll find, find out, out next, next week. week. Yeah. If you guys have got thoughts on Predator, Predator 2, any of the Predator bits and pieces, or you just want to talk about the Predator, if you've already seen it, please let us know. BigDamnContact at gmail.com. You can email us there. Hey, a Predator. From my movie. The Predator. Uh, you can tweet us at BigDamnCast. Um, you sometimes catch us on Twitch at BigDamnStream on twitch.tv slash BigDamnStream. Yes. Uh, and until next week, I'm just glad that we didn't want to say get to the chopper. Oh, Fuck's sake! No! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>